Matthew, um, Matthew uh, chapter 27. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it here. Verse 32. And, um, you know, usually you just hear about crucifixion messages around Easter, resurrection. But here it is. And as they were coming out, they found a man of Cyrene named Simon, whom they pressed into service to bear his cross. I want to talk about this morning pressed into service. It is amazing to me the passion week of Jesus. What Jesus went through. He went through a horrific week. Uh, mentally, emotionally, and then we come down to the end of the story where we find that Jesus suffered physically. The Bible declares that Jesus went before Pilate. and He was sentenced to crucifixion. It is amazing to me that the crowd wanted Barabbas. There are different characters surrounding Jesus on the day of his crucifixion. There's John, whom he entrusted his mother to. There's a thief, matter of fact, two of them. Amen. One on his right, one on his left. There's Pilate. There's Peter who denied him. There's Judas who, come on, help me somebody, who betrayed him. And yet Jesus continued on his journey. He continued with his service unto God. I wish I had somebody. Last week I told you that in, in our 10 o'clock service, I told you that if you want to achieve greatness, you must be a servant. Jesus is the epitome of a servant. If you look at verse 27, the Bible says the soldiers and the governor took Jesus into the praetorium and gathered the whole Roman cohort around him. Verse 28, I want you to look at it. It says they. Verse 29, it says they. Verse 30, they says they. And verse 31, it says they. They stripped him. They twisted together a crown of thorns and put it what? On his head. The Bible says, and they knelt down before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of Jews. Verse 30. They, what did they do? They spat on him. And then they took the reed and began to beat him 
on his head. Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus, Mary's baby. Jesus, who was man and God, went through humiliation. Went through a horrific ordeal for us. I'm talking about Jesus. I'm talking about Jesus Christ, the one who lived to die for us. I'm trying to help somebody. I don't know who you think you're serving. <laughs> but I want to let you know you're serving Jesus. Whatever you do in the kingdom, saints, you're doing it for the one who was spat on. The one who was stripped down. The one who was, the thorn was put on his head. Watch it. Verse 31 says, And after they mocked him, they took the scarlet robe off him and put his own garments back on him and they led him away to crucify him. The story takes a turn. Jesus who is exhausted by now. I don't know if you understand what crucifixion is but before crucifixion the beating that he received it, it, it was with cat nine wire, what it is at the end of that is a hook and a ball. And when they lashed the person that they were crucifying, they would strip it back and his skin would come down. Jesus is who we serve, saints. And if I, if I were to encourage you today and say, what does it mean, Pastor, to be pressed into service? Some of us come voluntarily, but some of us have to be pressed into service. Do I have anybody? Some of us need a little bit more convincing that it's Jesus. You think it's the church, but it's not the church. Whenever you think about who you're serving, think about the one who died for you. Do I have anybody? Simon of Cyrene. Matter of fact, there's not much that's said about him, but there's enough that's said about him to understand, number one, he was not a disciple. Number one, he was not a disciple. As a matter of fact, the Bible is very clear in some scriptures. Luke gives an account. It says, and when they led him away, they seized the man, Simon of Cyrene, coming in from the country and placed on him the cross to carry behind Jesus. Let me get back to the beating real quick. Jesus was so exhausted. And on top of humiliation, they took a cross weighing between 100 to 150 pounds to carry up to the Villa Della Rosa. Jesus could not carry the cross anymore because of his beating because of his humiliation because of what was happening to his body he was losing blood and when they put the clothes back on him his original garments what it was is that the the the, the his clothes became like like a band-aid to soak up the blood on his back but yet he was carrying the cross 
Can I ask you a question? Why do you think God called you into service? Amen. Is it not to carry? Come on, somebody. It's a great illustration, y'all. It's such a great illustration. I thought about it. I said, man, I've been carrying the cross. Come on, somebody. And whenever you serve God, you got to remember something. You are not just serving self. You're serving Jesus who did it for you. But Simon, who had nothing to do with Christianity, but yet he was elected by God. Watch the text. The text. The text is very interesting, you, you know. But 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 before I go there, before I go there, watch this. The, the, the Matthew says, as they were coming out, they found a man of Cyrene named Simon, whom they pressed into service. To what? To bear the what? His cross. Jesus could have carried his own cross. But he chose a man. Matter of fact, they said this man was from North Africa. Amen. So we know he's a, he's a brother. Amen. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's where, that's where they have speculated that Simon was from. But watch this. This is not Simon Peter. <laughs> The one who says, Lord, I'll never. Listen, listen. And, and let, me, let me bring up something very interesting. Watch this. All the disciples had one point said, we can carry that cross with you. Remember that? We, 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 can, we can drink that cup. We can drink of that cup. No, you can't drink from that cup. But I find it interesting that God chose a man who was just standing by. Who had just came in from the country. Watch this. My first point would be this. He wasn't just pressed into, into service. But he was prepared by God for service. That's my first point. So whatever you're doing for God. You got to remember. God will prepare. He wasn't no professional cross carrier. Anybody could have done that. But not everybody could carry Jesus' cross. Do I have anybody? The Bible says he was just standing there. And the Roman soldier saw said, come here, grab the end of that cross for him. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what's going through his mind? Am I going to die too? <laughs> See, oftentimes I want to say this. Serving God means that you have to die to self and take up something that does not belong to you. And that is your cross. Sometimes you got to understand symbolically what the cross represents. It represents death. It represents humiliation. It represents something dying to self. Do I have anybody? So he was prepared by God. God prepared him all of his life for this moment. Listen, some of you got to understand that what you're doing for God matters. It may be a very small thing, but guess what? It matters, y'all. And when you're pressed into service, you got to understand something. God has been preparing you all your life for what you're doing for him. Do I have a witness? It says as they were coming out, they found a man. And not only was he prepared by God for service, but the second thing is he was 
purposely placed by God for service. You thought you were where you were because you were there. But God says, I purposely placed you there to press you into service. Matter of fact, did he hesitate? He didn't hesitate, but watch this. Watch this now. Now, now, now Mark's account is interesting because it says they pressed him into service a passerby coming from the country, Simon of Cyrene, watch this, the father of Alexander and Rufus to bear his cross. So here's the interesting thing. You got to understand. I'll give you my third point. I'm going to sit down. Not only was he prepared by God for service, not only was he purposely placed by God for service, isn't that awesome when, when your life was just going just all kinds of directions and then God purposely placed you somewhere come on somebody and then take you and took you and then and cleaned you up come on somebody and, and what else did he do he he gave you a new talk he gave you a new walk he he delivered you from some things that you were struggling with somebody ain't been through nothing but you got to go through some things to understand what i'm talking about i'm talking about how god will place you around people he'll place you in positions he'll put you in certain places watch this and then he will use you for his glory so not only was he prepared not only was he purposely placed but lastly his life was changed because he was pressed into service watch this the reason that Mark gives an account of his Lineage, not just his lineage, but his seed, because right after his, right after his encounter with Jesus' cross, here's a man bearing his cross when Jesus was dying for him on that same cross. He was dying for us on that same cross. He was carrying the coffin. Come on, somebody. Rufus. His son became a believer. As a matter of fact, after he carried Jesus' cross, his whole family got saved. The Bible writes about, Paul writes about Rufus. Paul talks about that his life changed because of his encounter with Jesus. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if you really started serving God, do you not know that your life will really change? And I'm not talking about showing up because you feel like we need you. I'm talking about you're showing up because you've been pressed. Come on, somebody. You ever heard the old saints you say, serving God is going to pay off after a while. Serving God is the best thing I've ever done with my life. We can only imagine the great impact that carrying Jesus' cross had on Simon. Did Jesus speak to Simon on that agonizing journey up Golgotha? Did Simon know whose cross he was carrying? As a matter of fact, he didn't even know it was Jesus. But yet, he was pressed. Oh, I wish I had somebody into service. And can you imagine that after 
stir. He was pressed into service to bad Jesus' cross. He went home and told his wife all that had happened. And God was setting that up so that he would save the family. I wish I had somebody. It reminds me of the woman at the well. When she went back and said, come see a man who told me all about me. Can I, have, can I tell somebody something? It is part of God's divine plan. Either you're going to come to service or you'll be pressed into service because you can't get around what God has for your life. And you know what I love about being pressed into service? When you start serving him, you start regretting all the years that you didn't serve him because you start wanting to make up for what you left behind. But I stop by to tell you, when you carry the cross of Jesus, do I have anybody? Listen, every day is not going to be Sunday. Every day is not going to be peachy. But the beautiful thing about carrying the cross of Jesus being pressed into service is that your life will never be the same. Do I have a witness here today who understand what I'm talking about? Do I have anybody here who understands that no matter what happens, God can change your life? Do I have anybody here today that said the text says that he was pressed into service to bear his cross. That word pressed means to be forced. Some of us come voluntarily. And some of us got to come by force. I wish I had somebody. I came kicking and screaming. The Lord had to pull me up out of the muck and the mire. He had to turn me around. He had to bring me back. He had to take my mind. Because if he did not take my mind... I promise you, I wouldn't be here today. The text says, And when they came to the place called Golgotha, which means, what an insult, the place of skulls. Can I help you with something? Being pressed into service means you're going to have to go to places where dead people are. The Bible says we are really walking dead people. You're going to have to go to some places that you don't want to go. But all of us will have to come to the foot of that cross. My question is, after Simon came to the foot of the cross, after, he, after they nailed his hands and riveted his feet, the question is, what happened to Simon? I told you. God changed his life. And not only did he change his life. This stuff is real, y'all. Not only did he change his life, but he changed the life of everyone around him. His sons became strong believers. They, they did things for the kingdom thereafter. What a mighty God we serve. But if you could just touch. I wish I had somebody. That, that, that if you could just 
give up self and serve a God that is real. Will your life change? Can I tell you somebody something today? You've been prepared by God for service. You have been purposely placed here by God for service. But don't let him press you back into service. He wants your life at all costs because you've been prepared for something greater. And that greater means it's not glamour because carrying the cross can be a very messy job. It comes with persecution. It comes with pain. It comes with suffering. And sometimes it's a lonely walk. The Bible says he came to the place of skulls. They made him drink. Amen. He was unwilling to drink. 35 says, and when they crucified him, they divided up his garments. Matter of fact, they were casting lots. They were shooting dice for his clothes. And after sitting down, they began to keep watch over him there. And above his head, they put up the charge against him, which read, This is the king of the Jews. I encourage you today. To remember, pressed into service. Give God a hand clap of praise.